My name is Monica Gleberman, and you're listening to Silence On Set Podcast. On today's podcast, we have Alex Bonifer, who plays Neil O'Connor in the AMC show Kevin Can F Himself, which is currently in its second and final season, airing right now. So here is Alex to talk about the show, what fans can expect, and what it was like filming that dramatic season finale back in season one. For you as an actor, when you first kind of got the role and first read everything, how was it for you preparing to play kind of the sitcom-y role? as an actor and take that seriously and prepare for that and try to get people to understand Neil. Well, I'm, so my background um, for, for you, if you don't know, or for those that don't know, is I, I perform a sketch and improv comedy at the Groundlings Theater out here in LA. And um, I've been studying comedy for the better part of 13, going on 14 years. And one of the things I know to be true about comedy is that if you are very serious about something very silly or stupid, that is can lend itself to comedic moments or to comedy and just reading the pilot i said okay neil and kevin are gonna get into some really stupid shit um but neil i knew one thing i knew immediately about neil is is that he cared about kevin more than anything and i said okay well that's an easy correlation he really really passionately cares about this guy and everything this guy stands for and does um and it's very silly and stupid so i just approached my work with neil like I was, uh, like there was still going to be heart. I mean, even though it was um, for sitcom and you know slapsticky at times and and sort of bigger, I knew that the heart and the emotion that Neil was bringing was real. Um, now, when we get into season two, and you know we're we're seeing kind of who Neil really is and seeing him in a different light and through literally a different lens, um, that same emotion was there. So in terms of my preparation for season one versus season two, um, I had done kind of the emotional homework that Neil required. Um, and it was just really, really fun to see that sort of same emotion manifest itself in two completely different ways, you know? Well, you had like the most traumatic moment of all time on the show because yes, we had seen, you know, other characters outside in the gritty kind of real world um, you know, but your character is like thrusted into it. And all of a sudden I was like, wait, whoa. And like, you know, cause you're so expecting him to just live in that kind of sitcom world. You get thrusted out season ends and you're like, oh my God, what's going on? And then we come back, you know, and we start learning about him. So when you read that, were you like, oh my God, because you had to know, like, that was like a major that you were going to be the first character really kind of other than her friend, but like really pulled out of that world. Monica, my heart when I was reading that scene for the first time was literally beating out of my chest. I was like, so I was just as confused as the viewers were. I was like, what, wait, why is Neil? Okay, oh, and I had to be like, okay, so we're, so obviously we're in, we're in multicam still, but why is Neil with Allison? This doesn't make any sense. And then I went, oh shit, Neil's gonna die. Like, this is how I find out that they're going to write him off the show. Um, and then how on the page, um, the multicam scenes are written uh, italicized and then single cam is, you know, non. So when I saw Neil and dialogue for the very first time, not italicized, I got really emotional because I knew what that meant. You know, I knew the implications 
for a potential we hadn't found out about a second season but i also was like am there's no way amc can end like a show like this you know what i mean it was just too good an ending with too much to learn um on the other end of it so yeah i mean it was it was a thrill and it was emotional um and ultimately just like super exciting that they trusted me with that oh and one last thing i'll say is i later found out um from our showrunner and our creator craig and val that neil was supposed to die at the end of season two and no way yeah val, they, there's an interview that val that val had that neil was that was the original plan even when we had started shooting and fortunately they they liked me enough and they were like well we can't kill this guy off quite yet so they figured out what something else to do with me and, and uh obviously I'm glad they did that's that's crazy because you know what's really funny you're one of the characters that I actually enjoy in both worlds because I feel like he has a heart in both worlds you know what I mean like I feel like when we see the sitcom stuff it's a satire obviously and it's an exaggeration that's coming out of Allison's mind to cope with I feel like some negative stuff that we're you know and that's how she's coping with it but your character like neil never came off as a negative it was just like kind of like oh his like jokey friend that he like hangs out with but then when we meet neil in the real quote-unquote real world right mm-hmm. he's still lovable and is trying to process like what just happened and then you start to see the cracks of you know because as allison starts pointing out things like have you not realized that he's saying this thing this to you and he's making you do these things you start seeing neil kind of start falling apart and he's just so lovable and you feel so bad for him and he doesn't rat them out. And like, he just does so many things to kind of, I guess, I, I don't know, like you, he's just almost in a way it was like mirrored, right? Like he's thrown into this situation and his character just mirrors that by going, I don't know what to do. So I'm just going to like go with it until I figure it out. He's just like so loving, you know, in both worlds. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. For two, for two very different reasons. I mean, you, you know, in a way, you you do you feel for him because he has been living his life um you know I don't want to say as a prisoner to Kevin but but that Kevin was his worldview and so what was fun about this season is getting to 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 start to like really he opened his eyes for the first time you know everything that's going on is having him question wait is this um you know I went into the first season with a little bit of a, a mantra for Neil which is Everything I'm doing now, I'm going to do forever. And I'm never going to ever want anything different. Um, And he was like, cool with who he was. He was cool with his small town life. And in season two, he starts to question that. And he starts to question everything. And, you know, he he really, he doesn't know without Kevin. Uh, He's starting to see that his relationship with Kevin is also not a healthy one. Um, And start to question everything that he so firmly believed up until for his entire life up until this point. What was also like for you too, I find that with Neil's identity, it was so much of like the dopey friend, right? In the sitcom world, the long hair and that. And when he gets pulled into the semi-real world, and again, we do go back and forth. So he is still in both. But mm-hmm. when we see him, you know, he shaves his head because of the accident that happened. But I felt like that was very symbolic in a way, because I feel like that was, it's such a turning point for him as he starts getting educated and learning more things. So was that something that like you took into consideration when they were like, Hey, by the way, we're shaving your head. We're making you look different. Like, you know, all those little nuances that they had. A thousand percent. Um, that was actually a really personal moment for me. And it was really easy to play quite honestly, because it was so personal. My hair 
had kind of become my my identity as an actor. You know, I would get roles as like stoners and slack offs, and I've just had that I had that look, you know. And I really did question like who who am I without my hair? You know what I mean? So it was very um, you know, it was an emotional day, an emotional time, and I, a lot of long looks in the mirror, <laughs> like who is this person? What is this? So I think you see a lot of that come out in my performance. Um, and then on, on, you know, the symbolic side for Neil, you know, I looked at it like a lion looks a lot less powerful without his mane shaved. And so when you, you know, or, or a dog without his hair or, um, you know, I, I do, I believe, and I may be way off base and this may be something I would want to fact check before, but I, I don't Native American Indians say that like that there's power like held in your hair or something like that. Like, you know, a lot of actors say that, like, that have long hair, they say, like, there's a, a hiding and, like, a just a thing about having that. And when that's yeah. taken away, we're suddenly seeing something. So it is kind of revealing when they take that away from you. Yes, exactly. And I, I felt that fully. I mean, I'm I'm still in the, I have, I'm wearing a hat because I'm in that weird middle phase now, you know, where it's not long, it's not short, it sort of just looks like a helmet. Um, so, uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I fully felt that, but also when Valerie told me, um, that that was going to happen, I was all for it because I I knew, I mean, I'm not, I'm not like a method actor by any stretch of the imagination, but I did know that that would also have kind of a profound effect on me. And I wanted to, to use that, that feeling. And it was also, um, really cold when we were filming a lot of that stuff, especially the exteriors. And so like feeling that like nakedness, you know, on my scalp that I hadn't felt for years was um, was a, was an interesting feeling. So like for season two, obviously, you know, we're six episodes in, I think now that have aired, you know, we're seeing his journey. So how do you feel his journey has progressed? I would say from season one to now, and what do you think fans can expect for the second half of what we're going to see, especially dealing with Neil? Yeah, I mean... In the first season, to put it simply, up until that the final scene of, of the first season, um, Neil is kind of the quintessential sitcom sidekick. You know, he's 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 down to ride with whatever stupid you know plan um, Kevin concocts that week um, without question, and he's he's there uh, as his sort of you know the like I said the quint- quintessential sitcom sidekick. When he's thrust into the single camera lens that that's the sort of new reality we are like I mentioned seeing him question everything for the first time so and 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 fighting with that and we're seeing this this battle back and forth where he's still trying to hold on to the life that he once knew we still see him kind of palling along with Kevin but I think you'll notice a subtle difference in his sort of level of excitement um and things feel a little bit more forced so it's this struggle back and forth um, that we're seeing in this first half where he's still trying. I mean, he's still, Kevin makes him his, his assistant and he's still trying so hard, but we're also seeing in single cam the effects and the toll that that's taking on Neil. And so for the back half of the season, I think you start to see Neil um, take, the, take the reins a little bit more of his own life or try to. Um, and start to truly imagine now what a life without Kevin would look like and, and a life without Patty and a life, he, he's a guy that's been sort he's had a lot of crutches in his life and they're being slowly 
uh, you know, stripped away from him and he's having to stand on his own, own two feet for the first time. And so I think you, you'll, you get to see Neil now face the world, you know, and, and see what that, what this world looks like with literally no one but yourself. And it's really cool to see. And I think with it, at large, the show, we would have loved to see it go for more seasons, but the silver lining in just two is that, and knowing that it was going to be the final season heading in, is that loose ends are tied. And from a storytelling perspective, we get to tell a fully complete story of this, of this family, um, of these people in 16 episodes, 16 really great episodes of television. I really love meeting him in real life, you know, again, quote unquote, in real life and seeing him in that single cam and kind of learning and going with him. It's almost like you're a viewer in a way, right? Because you just found out the secret that we kind of all knew that you didn't know, right? And you're such a great actor because there's moments where you do it and it's so subtle. So like, he'll tell you something and you're like, yeah. And then like you make a face, which was never something that you would have done in season one in that sitcom world. So you do such like subtle things. But when you're on your own, yes, we see much more in depth, you know, of your responses. Mm -hmm. But you're so good at adding those little things in. That means so much. That means truly so much. Yeah, and I'm glad that, that you and, and hopefully other people are picking up on those subtleties because um, that was... When, when it, that was probably the most fun that I had from an acting perspective is is then getting to carry over what we the viewers knew about Neil now into the, you know it, seeing him in single cam carrying that into the multicam so sort of blending those two performances and honestly I got to watch Andy and Mary Hollis do that you know this was like sort of a master class watching them do that in season one because I obviously read the scripts and I knew okay this is what they've been going through and their little subtle looks to one another or the way that they were playing it um, was really just a nice sort of, uh, you know, bar that was set for me to follow in the second season. Hope you guys enjoyed listening to Alex Bonifer talk about his character, Neil O'Connor, in the show Kevin Can F Himself. Make sure you check it out. It's streaming now on AMC. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you're updated on all of our latest podcasts and head over to our YouTube channel, hit subscribe so you're updated on all of our video content. Oh, my God.